10.8 to 10 p.m. Turning conventional wisdom on its head. on SAFM. Consumer Trends with GFK Consumer Trends. An update with Rachel Thompson. Rachel, welcome back. Thanks for getting back to us. What's new? What's the latest since our last conversation? Hi, Songhezo. Thank you for having me. And I'm sorry about the, the interruption earlier. Um, no so, yes, um, since our earlier conversation, we have had more results coming through. And um, in the next... Um, the, the next press release I released a few um, a few days ago, we just looked at the whole um, shift of um, consumers pivoting into online um, and how we can expect um, online retailers to, to expect further growth going forward because of that. So we're, we're basically unpacking the, the consumer trends, what's leading to that online behavior, what's forcing them to pivot into that online behavior, and how can um, retailers help to accelerate that journey and make it easier for people to shift into online. Red flags, red flags, red flags. Scammers are licking their lips. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think basically one of the things, that, one of the, the sort of trends that we, we've identified is that consumers are very much seeking safety. So during this whole, you know, COVID, we we not, we originally, when I last spoke to you, people were feeling it, feeling the pinch from an economic point of view. We still are very much feeling that pinch from an economic point of view. Consumers mm. are saying that they're seeking more value. They're trying to cut costs, so they're looking for um, products that can, you know, just just get their basket of goods down. But at the same time, they're now starting to feel that pinch closer to home in terms of the virus. And either they are getting the virus and they need to stay at home because they don't want to infect people around them, or they want mm-hmm. to stay um, stay safe and secure at home. So very much a trend to cocooning, to consumers staying at home, setting their, their homes up as, as um, the new headquarters. We see a, a, a change in um, consumers' um, purchase behavior in terms of really setting themselves up for, um, for um, working at, at home, um, you know, schooling at home now. Um, and mm-hmm. and really, we can even see things like laptops, printers, PC monitors, even coffee makers are um, are, are growing in sales. So consumers are consumers are saying, I can't live without good coffee. So and um, you know, and I'm stuck at home now. They've realised that it's for the long term as well. So consumers are also saying um, a large proportion of consumers are saying now that they're expecting the pandemic to last for over eighteen months. So they realizing that this is this is they're in for the long term. They they're protecting themselves, um, securing themselves at home, and because of that, they're being forced to take the plunge into trying out online purchase behavior. Um, so you know, whereas before we we were a little bit you know scared to put all our credit card details into this big machine and you know give them all our personal information, whereas now consumers are saying, okay, I, I either go go out into the, the whole COVID pandemic, or I, um, you know, I, I try out um, online purchase, and um, they're trying out um, online purchase, and they're finding that they're really enjoying it. So, the, we found that 30% of our um, online consumers 
have made a purchase um, in the last week um, of um, made an online purchase, and 26% are saying that they will definitely continue that um, into the future, even post-COVID. So they, you know, it's not as if they they're trying it out and not enjoying it. They're trying it out and saying, hey, you know, once they've taken the pledge to let go and to try it out, and they see that it works and it's a really viable option, they're saying actually that, you know, this is something that they can see continuing into the future. Obviously, you know, the categories, it it depends on the category. So, you know, going out for and buying fashion, um, you know, depends on the fit. I think it depends on your body type as well, whether you're happy to buy a pair of jeans online or whether you actually need to go in store and try them on. But consumers are being forced um, to to try it out and and, and that's working for them. But, um, you know, you you touched on um, the whole safety um, concerns and, you know, hackers and that sort of thing. And I think... A big um, one of our tips for um, retailers is just to say that they need to at all times ensure safety. So guarding consumers' information like it is their own, really making sure that um, consumers, you know, um, feel safe and secure. Consumers are feeling very vulnerable at the moment. Um, we went through this last time where we spoke about how these increased um, if fear and um, worry and concern, um, those are the emotions that consumers are feeling. So we need to make sure that when they go online, you know, they, they're reassured that they're going to be safe at all times. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's about um, just making sure that you're transparent um, in the way that you, you show the product. Another thing that really helps is human interaction. So, Consumers at the moment are very much yearning for a human interaction. We all really, really missing each other, and we're feeling quite alone out there, which isn't good. And um, when you, when a, a, a consumer faces another human, they feel like they can trust that person a lot more rather than a machine. And so, what we, we, you know, one of the tips that we give to to our retailers is that they should, you know, if if a consumer phones in. Um, you know, to, to a hotline, they, they should have another human on the other side. No, not a bot. Um, try and get, you know, try and go virtual as much as possible to encourage that human interaction. Um, you know, encourage peer um, reviews, unboxing videos, anything that will help the product feel more tangible, um, encourage the trust. And, yeah, I think one thing that online has above um uh, um, it, uh, over and above um, brick and mortar retail at the moment is that even in mm-hmm. brick and mortar retail we're not really interacting with other humans because they've all got masks over their faces so when we, yeah, when we are online and we have a virtual experience talking to another person um, it's actually quite a nice thing because we can actually see their faces and see them smiling um, that's quite so interesting that's, for me that's definitely a way to go to just build the trust. It's guarding the information on the one side and making sure that then on the other side, just building the trust by enforcing that, that human interaction. Sure. Let me ask this question. In relation to some of the purchases that South Africans are buying more, let's talk about, and if your research does take you that far, instruments that build wealth, be it investment portfolios or people updating their wills, or people capitalizing on higher purchase deals that would ordinarily attract higher interest rates. We know that interest rates now have been dropping. Are there any trends Mm -hmm. in that space, either from a wealth creation perspective or related instruments, or those capitalizing on higher purchase regime because of the dropped interest rates? Are we seeing anything there? 
Yes, so Sangheza, we, we don't um, talk specifically about that, but what we have picked up is that there's a lot more um, interest in um, finances and people protecting their finances. And so very much this is a time to talk to people about how they can make better investor, investments, you know, building that trust with them and, and just helping them. Because, you know, suddenly people are thinking about, oh, medical aid, investments, am I protecting my wealth? And so that level of interest has has sparked. Another thing that I found really interesting is that um, vehicle purchases are showing higher interest. So, and I think that's consumers that are, are to use public transport and are saying, well, actually, maybe you know, maybe I should take the plunge and actually buy my personal vehicle because it's not actually safe to to drive. So, you know, they might not be upgrading to the the, the you know biggest car out there, but sure. definitely taking the step from from public transport into purchasing your own vehicle. So that's according to the research, what claimed um, consumers are claiming that they the interest where the interest is lying. That sounds pretty much what is called as a grudge purchase in that you feel the circumstances are forcing you to make this purchase <laughs> as opposed to planning and desire making you make that purchase. I can understand, for instance, why somebody would be like public transport or my own car at whatever cost or at a cost that I can yet afford. Let me go that car route. Whereas that person was for the most part happy if you're in Cape Town taking my city or the Golden Arrow or the Metro here in Johannesburg and related spaces around the country where transport is relatively good enough for your needs now because of the inherent risks that COVID poses the car is the only way what else are you seeing in grudge purchases that perhaps might be of interest for South Africans who are listening well I don't know if it's all about grudge purchases so um you know, we do, we don't say to people, did you did you you know have a grudge purchase or not? But consumers are definitely saying that they're experiencing you know some out of stocks. They try new products because they're being forced to. So a lot of people are shop, going shopping and they're shopping at one retailer because they're going in and out, or um, and or they're doing one online shop. And so they they're shopping what's available in that store. And so they they're being forced to try new things. And part of you know trying online shopping is one of those. And, you know, sometimes when you try new things, you, you can have accidental trial and, and not enjoy it. But, I mean, talking about myself, I tried a new face product the other day because uh, I was in the store and it was there. It wasn't my normal one, and I would never have normally purchased it. But I've actually found that it's, it's, it's a great product, and I've downtraded, and it's fantastic. So, you know, for, for some reason, maybe, maybe it's actually shifting them, this disruption. You know, we say never waste a good crisis. So maybe the crisis is forcing some people to shift, um, to think about, reevaluate the habitual behavior. Definitely an um, opportunity for challenger brands to, to come in and if they can show more wraparound value, you know, then, then possibly they can, they, you know, it, it will work for them. So, um, you know, they could, it could be a way that, you know, consumers are actually experimenting a little bit more and it might work for them. Um, and we Talk. post-COVID, we can mm. take what works and leave what doesn't. I don't know if I fall in that category because I went for an orthodontist appointment today because I need to get braces. I don't know if that's taking things to the extreme, but I mean, I've always needed them. And this is as good a time because I don't see nearly as many people in these days as I would have before lockdown. Yeah, I, I find it really interesting. So so because, and I, I don't know if you fall into that category, but the, the consumers very much at this time have had a little bit more time than, than usual. 
So it's kind of been, it's like they've set a reset button in their lives, which has given them time and space to think about things that they wouldn't normally think about. There's been a lot of um, talk, not in my research, but just of just what I've been exposed to, of people thinking, you know, it's actually changing their um, the jobs and vocation because they they've actually never really had the time to stop and think about what they're doing and what their real values are and needs are. And um, 27% of consumers in our study said that they've used this time to learn a new skill, which always, you know, opens your mind. It, 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 it makes you reevaluate your lives um, and also makes you realize that it's okay to take risks. So try new things, you know, and, and possibly the braces fall into that category. Possibly they do. Final question in relation to all of this. Are we seeing any trends in the luxury goods sector? Are there people, because oh, South Africa is as unequal as unequal gets, who have not been perturbed by this, or if they have been affected, it is because it is for the better because of certain industries booming, like the retail. I mean, retail is counting their cash for all of their time now. Are we seeing movement in luxury purchases? If so, what are those? So, guess I don't know about luxury purchases, but what I can tell you is that 32% of consumers in South Africa are saying that they're, they're experiencing lower expenditure. So, some of that, so it's because we're not um, going out as much as we used to, we're saving money in some areas. So, it's, it's kind of for some people, they're not earning the same income, so their earning potential is less. For other people, we actually are earning a little bit more, you know, what we're coming out with a little bit more because we are spending less um, by just staying at home. And so, and then, and then there are, there is a percentage of people, I don't know it offhand, offhand but there's about 10% of people that are actually say that they're making more money through this time. Um, and about 10% of people are saying that they think it's a good time to make a big um, big purchase. Um, so definitely some people are feeling a little, you know, um, decreased activity means a little bit more spare cash in their pocket. And um, so they, they will then be um, purchasing more, and, be it luxury sure. goods or saving for a holiday or, you know, whatever they, they plan to do with it. Um, Very well. That is definitely, and it definitely comes through. Excellent. Well, we do appreciate your time, Rachel. I'm sure the next time we speak, the conditions might have changed. Who knows? Lockdown might be a thing of the past. Excellent. There's Rachel Thompson there. Thank you so much, ma'am. Director at Insights GFK, giving us some trends in the consumer behavior. 57% of South Africans are becoming more tech savvy and are buying online.